Welcome to the Bros and Blokes Lifestyle Academy. The show with unique perspectives on the modern man. Hi guys, James here. The man with citizenship in Australia, New Zealand, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Denmark, and even Kirkbekistan. Is that even a country? Asked Callan. Well, guys, we have officially wrapped on Season 1 of the Bros and Blokes Lifestyle Academy, somewhat sooner due to COVID-19 circumstances, but nevertheless, pleased with the selection of shows we have available. For those of you who haven't had a chance to listen yet, I'm here today to present our first ever seasonal mixer for your listening enjoyment. This is a selection of our favourite moments from episodes on all our main topics. In this first selection, we examine the debate on cardio versus strength, Tyler shares a video game that we've yet to discover, and the subject of hooligans in English football or soccer becomes an intriguing discovery. So sit back, relax, drink a steagel, and enjoy this soundbite selection. So let's just jump right in. Debate number one. This article that came out, now I'm not going to say who it was published by because we all want to make friends here, right? Absolutely. I might, I mean, might yeah, have put it cool. in the show. Cool. Burn a bridge. Don't burn a bridge <laughs> well, just yet. We'll see what happens. <laughs> see, how these, see how this goes. Uh, this is a quote from a certain news piece that I read online that stated that cardio is better than strength training. Mm, that sounds stimulating. Hmm. It's, uh, Tyler, discuss. Um, no, not at all. The functionality, what, how much strength can how much more strength can do for you than cardio going into performance, even like mobility, overall health of your body and your wellness. I think a lot of people kind of feel like they're almost in a safe zone with cardio. Oh yeah. They just, they go into the gym. The first thing they want to do is get onto a treadmill and start running or walking. And so how do we get these people to realize that there is something in strength training as well. It's well not I think it's about, education, right? Yeah, I mean, right. it, it really, in articles like this, where you're like, oh, hey, cardio, because that's appealing to uh, the, your demographic, what you're right. trying to get across, especially if it's like a, a women's health magazine or, right. or even a men's health magazine. When I think of cardio, and you, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but if you're, if you're super into cardio, right, right and you're like a, a marathon runner, do you want to look like Marathon Skeletor? <laughs> or do you want to look like He-Man? You know, do you want to look like Arnold? I mean... Conan the Barbarian, most guys are like, you know what? If I have my choice of the two, I probably don't want to look like the Crib Keeper. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, realistically, can Arnold really run? In, in his prime, could Arnold really run more than, I don't know, like 12 steps without dying from, yeah, like... his mile time? Very, very what's, doubtful. What's yeah. <laughs> his yeah. mile time is probably like... It, yeah. yeah. What's, yes. what's walking yeah. a mile? Yeah. What is... <laughs> I'll take walking for yeah. 20, Alex. <laughs> yeah. game I picked is called Bro Force. <laughs> I, don't know, yeah, bro. I don't know if you guys have heard of this game. It, so. it fits in with our podcast title already. This is so. the biggest bro game you can play. Love it. Seriously. Love it. It's a side-scrolling run-and-gun platform video game. So, kind of like Contra, just okay. to kind of give you a... If you know what Contra is, James. I do not. Okay. But it's okay. The well, hardest game <laughs> ever made. Until, at least I'll be playing it next week. Uh, this is going to be a co-op, one to four players. You can play online, too. So... 
the what this game is is you're an underfunded underfunded uh, paramilitary organization called Broforce, taking <laughs> on the opposing terrorist forces that threaten our way of life. Love like it. that's pretty much what it is. So you play as Bros, which are parodies <laughs> of action heroes from TV series and movies from the 80s, 90s, and some more recent. Uh, some examples would be Rambro or Rambo, <laughs> Brodell Walker or Cordell Walker from or Chuck Norris. Let's just say Chuck Norris. <laughs> Bro Hard, John McClane as uh, Die Hard, or Bro in Black, which is Jay, and he actually does have that little gun that is oh, very he's got the cricket. The oh, he's got cricket. the cricket, dude. <laughs> yeah, so in that, that's the. There, there are 44 characters in this with Whoa. all 44 characters with all bro names. So it is awesome. But as you go through each level, you have to. The the thing is, is uh, you have bros that are trapped in like uh, held in captivity. You help um, save them, and then as you save them your bro changes, like your character changes. Oh, nice. Each level you start, you don't start out as the same character. Okay. So you can't even pick your character. Wow. So the only way it changes is if you die or if you save a bro from cat captivity. Hmm. And then as you go along, the more bros you save, the more people you unlock. So with how, with how close in distance both these teams are, mm -hmm. yep. Are people still pretty friendly? Is it more verbal, like shit talking, or is there like some brawls that can break? Yeah, out? this is actually what I want. That's a to great get question into because I think yeah. what what people really want to know more about isn't so much about the football teams yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, they want to know about the hooligans, uh, <laughs> the team gangs that brawl in the streets. <laughs> yep. And and I think what really what really we want to know uh, is this is more of like an English thing, or does wow. this span like into Spanish and Italian? So and, yes, to all of that. Um, it's been a pretty big thing. They have these groups called firms okay. that will literally... Now, I don't know if they're still as prevalent. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Green Street Hooligans. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Oh, yeah. They well, sell it perfectly in that because they have groups of fans that will literally meet up after games and fight each other. And it's <laughs> so, so it's not before Can you game, bet on these? Not that I know of. Okay, next question. Okay. Uh, like, have you been or are you currently... In a, a Tottenham hooligan. <laughs> no. <laughs> is that is that so? You're actually over here I feel trying like to I'm hide. I'm in court now. You're, you're over here trying to hide exactly. from the, the firms uh, because they're moved. they're like he, James Rose was one of the biggest. I was one of the leaders. <laughs> I had to move yeah. over here for my yeah, own safety. Oh my uh, yeah, that is not with true. Pitchforks and torches. I did. Yeah, you know, I was okay. real. I was a ringleader. No, makes, um, sense. makes sense now. So firms are a big thing. Yeah, I mean, they people would literally go out after games and fight each other. I, I take that back. They're maybe not as big now, but. Um, that's why they have such a big police presence at these games oh, wow. because they don't want like even at the end of games they'll be directing Arsenal fans one way Spurs fans the other way and there are usually like if they end up meeting somehow it'll usually go down so there's like a there's like an image of James Rose like just chucking an eight-year-old like <laughs> off a balcony in the stadium <laughs> wearing an Arsenal jersey get, get, out, of get here. out of here yeah right. but the police in England are weak do they even have set. come on man do they <laughs> Are, so what, do they, what do they carry? Like, do they do they even yeah, have that's, guns? Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Are they, um, do they carry knives? I would not be intimidated if I was like. Are, are they only so they use the tasers? Don't laugh. You're gonna laugh. Pepper uh, spray. They're on horseback. <laughs> All right, we're off to a good start. <laughs> but I'm in, I'm scared with, of a horse. Like, so, if you come at me yeah, with a horse, yeah. there is a video. It's scary. There it is, is a video. It I'll is. have to find it of a fan after a game going up and smacking a horse. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, I brought this up.
Well, I hope you enjoyed our first round of episode highlights. Don't forget to check out our show notes afterwards to listen to those full episodes. Next up, Callan takes us through a childhood experience with discipline. Local dentist Ryan Dolquist tells us what sports drinks do to our teeth. And CrossFit Cerberus coach Justin Powell shares his thoughts on those CrossFit concerns. When I was a kid, I get whipped all the time. That was like yeah. with anything that was available. Like, oh, hey, the fly swatter, the uh, go find a stick. <laughs> Like I I, there was, <laughs> yeah, dick. dude. No, I, there was a time I I got so mad at my cousin. I was over at my grandpa's house. He lived on eighty acres, and she was so proud of herself because she got to drive grandpa's truck in the field, and she bragged about it. And I was so pissed because I didn't get to. And I grabbed an apple that had fallen on the tr- like on the ground, and she's walking away, and I threw it as hard as I could, oh. and it was like perfect shot, just boom, hit her in the back of the head, oh. and. I was like, oh my God. And she went running into the house crying. Like five seconds later, boom, my dad's coming out. Go find you a stick. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to find like the driest, the driest one I could. Like it's going to break. And it it definitely didn't break. So you had to find your own weapon. Oh yeah. You've never never heard of it? No. And my grandpa used to cut switches from there. We had like a willow bush (laughs) and he would like go out there with his pocket knife because we were jumping on his hay bales and he'd like cut a switch and chase us around the house uh, and my cousin Zach was like the biggest one out of all of us so he'd always catch it first and we'd all just like hide and laugh <laughs> wow what, what like what was punishment when you were growing I would, up I would get spanked okay with, yeah, like hand the, yeah. yeah oh hand, just a hand, hand we, had, we had the Gatlin paddle like we had this thing oh like, we had this <laughs> we had the, the, the Gatlin, Gatlin gun <laughs> yeah dude it was over the fireplace and it was like this, it was like it was a good like two feet like and it was like it had a thick handle on it and it was like go get the paddle yeah yeah <laughs> dude just slowly lift right. it out of place. Yeah. Put it my oh, my man. mom, man, she would use a yeah the the racetrack like those uh, little plastic yep. for RC cars or whatever. Yeah, like, oh yeah, just <laughs> those are the uh, worst. They, you don't they think they're hurt. Gonna be bad. No, they're horrible. Oh, that's that's that that's breaking that skin, man. They're gonna be marks. bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of misconceptions about drinks and a lot of uh, problems, especially with our society, that we're constantly drinking. And a lot of that is that we consume a big problem right now is energy drinks, which I'll get to. But there's a lot of misconceptions about drinks. And we want to, when we do drink something, we want to consider two different things the sugar level and the acidity level. Okay. Okay. So, first thing is, unless you're um, a high level athlete, and you're constantly training and you're drenched with water, you never need Gatorade. Mm. Maybe if you're really, really sick. No, there's like, what, 28 grams of sugar or or more? I mean, it's great. I mean, if you're really sick with the flu, Gatorade is a good option. But after a good workout, Gatorade is the last thing. So when they say, like, you know, replacing electrolytes and all that, that's not... You can get electrolytes through just regular water. So Gatorade and Powerade is the worst drink for your teeth. Okay, Mm. so it has high amounts of sugar and it's because it has citric acid. And the citric acid is the thing that people kind of forget about. Mm. So, and you also have to consider vitamin water zero, Propel, a lot of these natural fruit sweetener stuff, drinks have citric acid in it. And it has uh, makes a drink acidic and it's bad for your teeth. So talk to me about like Bang, C4, yeah, these cool, stevia. Yeah. The protein. Okay, yeah. so that has a lot of different things. Not only is it toxic and hard for your heart and cause arrhythmias, it literally, it's basically taking a shotgun to your tooth. So when you, <laughs> wow, and to yeah. your mouth. So you, you, you want to consider your, your oral cavity as 
as one complete thing. So there's a lot of different elements. You have your teeth, you have your tissue, and you also have your tongue and your saliva. Okay, so your saliva acts as a, basically a pH neutralizer. It's trying to make everything basic. Hmm. But when you drink something highly acidic, especially something like Gatorade, or I compare it to Gatorade in the same category as, as a bang, right. it extremely spikes um, your, your the pH, I mean, lowers the pH in your mouth considerably for long periods of time. So when you lower the pH in your mouth, and then let's say you go and have a chip, that makes that chip, which adds as sugar, <clears throat> which your body breaks down as sugar in your mouth, makes that chip even more toxic to your mouth wow. and cause more cavities. Mm. Per se, as somebody that <clears throat> eats a eats a chip, which is just drinking water with a good basic pH mouth. I would, I would I would jump in here and <laughs> okay. if you Google if you just Google CrossFit concerns uh-huh. right uh, at the very stats. top at the very warning. top CrossFit warning. concerns <laughs> warning a very serious yet rare muscular injury known as rhabdomyolysis you're close yeah rhabdo is also a major concern with participating so, in vigorous exercise yeah so that is when muscle tissue breaks down yes and enters your bloodstream. And then your kidneys have trouble filtering it, and it can be life-threatening, absolutely. It, oh, and what's, what's great about this is that, right, like, okay, so it's at the very top when you Google CrossFit yeah. Concerns, right? That's at the very top by WebMD. Thanks, <clears throat> WebMD. Uh, and right <laughs> underneath it is, the like, the people ask part where, like, yeah. the most asked questions. And it literally says, can CrossFit kill you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it probably will kill you. Okay. Well, that's, that's actually correct because um, I died today and I came back. Yeah, so the, the thing with, with, with rhabdo, um, I really think this is sort of, I, I mean, I don't want to throw shade. Is this? Yeah. Sometimes people, I think, within the industry, grab at straws to find things. Okay. Now, is, is this a, a, absolutely a real thing? For sure. Um, in the eight, nine years I've been doing CrossFit, I've known one person who's gotten rhabdo. Okay. And the doctor she had seen, she actually got it twice. It was all related to a medication she was on. And, the, and what, people who bring that up, one thing that I, that I always like to say is, uh, do you know what the, the leading cause of rhabdo is? I mean, just honestly too much exercise, right? Nope. No? Nope. Car accidents. What? Wow. Yep. It's, it's, it's muscle trauma. Okay. Um, Are we talking is, like just impact? Or, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. it, it usually comes from impact. Okay. So car accidents, traumatic accidents are, are what causes it. You know, and the question I ask, and I, and I always make this comparison, and it might not be a fair one, but people come in and oh, this rhabdo thing, this rhabdo thing. And I'm like, well, in the time, you know, almost a decade coaching, I've only known one person. The number of people I've known to get into car accidents is significantly right. higher. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so how many things are we going to start removing from our lives because of these one-off risks Mm -hmm. that we have with coaching, you know, someone guiding you, hopefully we wouldn't get put into a situation where, where that would be the thing. And so is it a real concern? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. My thanks again to Ryan and Justin, who are excellent show guests for our first season. Next up, Tyler gives us some key advice when approaching the bench press. Callan explores the current, present, and future of esports. And I quiz the guys on the least active states in the US. Well, 
whether you're lifting by yourself or with with a partner, this is the key thing is like if you're shorter and you have shorter arms, this next part's going to be a little hard uh, because uh, you got to take that bar off the clips or the rack, whatever you want to call it. And um, without losing the tension in your shoulder blades. Mm. And that's usually hard because sometimes with someone with shorter arms, you have to reach. So that's why it's, it's good to have a spotter is because you can kind of like keep that back, maybe have a not looser grip, but just kind of you don't have to actually lift it up and lose that, uh, that tension in your back. So you have a spotter literally take it off the rack and put it over where you're, where you just literally need to be set up. Mm. Um, I had to share a bar with James one time and it was almost like getting choked out. I was like, well, <laughs> why is it so low? It's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would suck. <laughs> Especially squats. Yeah. No. Yeah. Tell me that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, James, this is great. <laughs> and you're weak as fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, shots fired. Oh, like, like, I was speaking from his point of view. Oh, right, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. What are they? Like, what are uh, they doing in that Wuhan province? <laughs> Still on the ball, guys. Goals, Come so. on, give me a break. Uh, okay, so we got lift off and then yeah. execution of lift. Uh, so depending on if you're doing one rep max or sub maximal lifting, this next part can kind of vary. Okay. Uh, but the next part should be you take that breath in. You take that deep, deep. Uh, diaphragmatically breathing which is like breathing into your stomach and not your chest so you kind of fill that stomach up and create tension or, or is what a lot of uh, competitors or even just science will say is bracing mm-hmm. bracing the core filling up that diaphragm and then you don't breathe that you don't really breathe that air out until the rep is over if you're doing a sub max you could probably get away with like a couple reps with one breath mm. so you don't have to breathe it out lose tension create tension that's it takes a lot of energy and time to to kind of breathe you know you're taking sure. seconds where you're just holding that bar and if it's depend three five even eight rep whatever you know your sub max is whatever you're doing that day um you got to find what kind of works for you if you're not maybe you're a long time smoker and you can't hold your breath in that long <laughs> now i'm playing but uh but seriously if you can't hold your breath in that long Take your time. Just don't go as heavy, but you should be able to keep that tension in your... The biggest thing is creating that bracing through the diaphragm. So, Alan with the K. Callan, eSports, is this for real? Uh, yes, and the answer is definitely yes. When you start typing eSports into your phone, it auto-pops up. Mm. I think that's just a sign that it's here to stay. Uh Dude, it has 400 plus million viewers globally. Uh, there's a heavy presence in the Asian markets, which, again, we all know that that's a very lucrative thing, especially yeah. in China. Right. Uh, I mean, look at it at the attention that they pay to other sports like the NBA. I mean, not recently because all the trouble they've had. <clears throat> but uh, it's it's uh, everybody wants a piece of, of the Asian market. Sure. And as of 2019, I mean, the esports industry is a billion dollar market. It's yep. it's it's just insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortnite just recently had the highest, raised the most cash or cash pool yeah. uh, ever in esports history. 100 million dollars. Yeah. That's insane to me. So did one person? What was yeah, the price? Yeah, one person yeah, won that. Yeah, a 16 year old. No, 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 no. It's not 100 million. Oh, it's yeah, million. They pay it out. Yeah, they pay it out collectively. So, but but a 16 year old Fortnite player won three million. Solo, which was the b- highest payout for Think a solo that. person. For a solo person in esports history, a sixteen-year-old got three three million. Yep, that's nuts. That is insane. Yeah, that has I mean, to that's be for one weekend because yeah. like uh, uh, the winnings of League, League of Legends yeah. is like ten million exactly. Split League between Legend what five Dota people? 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Like, it, so where does this money come from? Like, is it just endorsements or sponsorships from big companies? So or? It's, it's actually kind of split up. It's kind of split up between many different things. So I got this report that says it's 38% came from spot sponsorship, mm. which is 266 million. 22 came from ad 22% came from advertising, which is 155 million. 17 came from earned from game, uh, was earned from game publishing fees that accounted for 116 million. Fourteen percent was earned from the media rights, which account for 95 million, wow. and nine percent came from merchandise and tickets, which accounts for 64 million. 64 million. That's, That's going to go up. That number right that there, we're going to go see up. go up. That's going to go up and, big and time. Another reason why it's it's here to stay. Uh, I mean, think about this. Like colleges, literally are giving scholarships to play esports now. Uh, I mean you could you yeah, can get potentially amazing. get a full ride to play a video game. Yeah. Or was this when I was a kid? I was, you know? I was gonna <laughs> like, say I think I was born in the wrong the area. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the three of us I think must have oh, kind of Hey man, there's still a chance. Yeah, we just <laughs> missed a boat. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's We're not. just showing up to school. That's, <laughs> that's what's crazy about this is because uh like the average age of a pro player it keeps getting younger and younger. Yep. Uh due to comprehension and reaction time and by the by your early to mid twenties you're considered too old. Uh, the other thing I'll throw on here as well, uh, although I can't actually find the links here, but in fitness, uh, which three states, here's a little quiz for you guys, which three states yeah. in the US are considered the least active, the least active states? Oh, Missouri. Yep. Missouri and Kansas. <laughs> Who's around us, yeah. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going Missouri and Kansas because Kansas is flat and super boring and there's just nothing to do there. And I don't think people actually work out. They're North just... Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any other any other guesses that time? No, definitely Missouri. Yeah. Like especially for what I I mean yeah. from day to day what I you know, no offense, but what I see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the Midwest. Man. Midwest <laughs> is uh, I mean but we do it to ourselves. We it's we true. surround ourselves with McDonald's. the only thing to do is eat and drink alcohol. We have no events. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you go out and Except socialize the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl doesn't mean a bowl full of food. <laughs> I actually wonder, what does Super Bowl come oh from? Gosh. Let's go back to yeah. that for a second. Yeah. Uh, okay, here they are. The top three uh, least physically active states in America. Number three is Kentucky. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so sense. prevalence of physically inactive adults is 32.2%. Wow. So who would have thought of that? Oh, that's number three? That's number three. Oh, boy. Uh, number two is Arkansas. Makes uh, sense. The percentage up there goes yeah. 32.5. And the number one state, drum roll, slash internet is being slow here. Oh, there it is. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate that. Yeah, I got you. Uh, is Mississippi. What? Mississippi. Not, Missouri didn't make not the top Missouri three. Missouri did All not right. make the top three. So Kansas guys, didn't make the top three? No. Nope. Wow. We are wow. healthy. Arkansas. Well, Johnson you know, County. We're close uh, to Arkansas. Yeah. Cl- getting close. <laughs> uh, the whole list, if you do want to check it out, there is a list of it. It is on uh, usnews.com slash news. Uh, I'll put up the link somewhere you guys can we're, find we're it. Didn't where did Missouri rank, or do you have that information? Uh, I don't have that. I think least? we are actually in the top ten. That makes if sense. I'm going to say be. that, yeah. we have to. We're going to be. We're going to be up there. All those Midwest states, kind all of our, all our non-mountainous regions. Um, exactly. It doesn't have this on here, but I'm guessing the most physically active. What do you guys think? California. Pick, that'd be my guess. Definitely California. I'd I'd even put Colorado in there. Oh, yeah. Ah, I mean, climbing. You have so many different outdoor sports with climbing, yeah. Yeah. R- rowing, or um, kayaking. I should say, not mm-hmm. rowing. They got um, all the stuff. Yeah. yeah, they have everything. Skiing. I mean, you are so active, and also like with the millennial generation is everyone has a freaking dog. There are so many things to do with your pet there. Yeah. Like, I mean, everything you can do in uh, Colorado, you can do with your dog. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I, that would be one of my, 
That'd at least top pick. three. Yeah, for any, sure. Any state where you can go outside in the sunshine and walk and climb up mountains. Well, or, right. Uh, except except one. And that's the most terrifying state in, in the U.S., and that's Florida. Well, folks, we're almost at the end of our trip down memory lane for season one. I want to conclude with a clip from one of our earlier episodes where Callan shares the origins of certain flavorings. You said raspberry. Yeah. Raspberry flavored. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of like the uh, raspberry flavoring mm-hmm. comes from beaver anal glands? Have you ever heard of this? No. no. You've never looked into this. <laughs> and now no. I don't oh, want oh it ever God. again. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was it's, excited it's for a raspberry rattler. Yeah, but, I, like, I, you, you keep talking. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> That's I'm a excited F-F. for this. Okay. okay. Um, 11 oh, disgusting okay. ingredients. You eat every day that food companies don't talk about from Business Insider. Okay. Uh, just real quick. Let's let's hear it. Uh, yeah, here. This literally says, oh, this is ice cream. Sorry. Uh, vanilla and raspberry flavors might be enhanced by castorium, a mixture of the anal secretions and urine of beavers. It's also found in perfume. Oh, well, nice. the things that's you know, why nice. certain people <laughs> stink of beaver because their fume is you know, beaver scented. <laughs> Let's go with that. (laughs) Thanks to that unknown fact, I won't need any flavoured ice cream again. Half true. Well, that's it from me. As I usually say, don't forget to check out our social media avenues for key updates. We're on Instagram, at bros and blokes, Twitter, at bros and blokes, and facebook.com slash bros and blokes. And be sure to subscribe to our show through your favourite podcast platform. To all you bros and blokes out there, thanks so much for listening. Have a safe and healthy day.